0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Marvel 30 Questions. This is Loki 30 Questions, the show where each week we'll ask 30 questions about the latest episode of Loki on Disney Plus. I am your host, Adam Portress, and I'm joined today by a man who is not bound by time and space, sweet Sean Zakovacs from the internet.
1: Ah, uh, animated clock.
0: <laughs> and contrary to popular belief, he did not kill Bruce Leslie and assume his life. Welcome, special guest host, Derek Copeling Are we sure? We're not sure yet, and uh, <laughs> uh, but if this is your first time with us, know that we do an after show a little bit different than everyone else. We ask 30 questions, or our listeners come up with some of those questions about the latest episode of Loki. These questions can be about anything and jump all over the timeline of that episode. And if you would like to get your question added to the list, make it short and sweet and send it on over to marvel30q at gmail.com. Of course, the uh, better the question, and the sooner that you get that question into us, the better your chance of your question getting answered on the show. And we are chock-a-block full of questions this week. Uh, So let's get into this week's episode, Season 2, entitled The Variant. Question numero uno coming to us from Joe. What did I say? Season 2. I said, I meant, to just, I meant to just jump over the season completely and just say episode two, but I did not. Because, frankly, let's be honest, is this going to go beyond a season one? I say
1: no. Yes, it absolutely is. They already signed up for season two.
0: Sweet Lord. Let's go to question one. <laughs> uh, from Joe S., I heard from people who got screeners that the second episode was better than the first. While I still love this episode, I don't love it as much as I did the first. Did you like this episode more or less than Glorious Purpose? That's from our buddy Joe
1: S., Joe, uh, I am a process guy. I love seeing writers write and and, and set up worlds. And they do something, they, they do some pretty fancy footwork in the first episode, which is that they have to, within that allotted time, get you on board for what's most likely going to be an unreliable main character. Like, you know that Loki is going to be shiftless when it comes to this show and they still have you all on board with Loki and it's Loki's show and it's Loki. And so one of the things that they've done is they've kind of tossed everything up in the air. Like, like, look, we're going to follow this guy. He's, he's sometimes a good guy, sometimes a bad guy, but the time variance authority also might be bad. And so having that be the thing means that you are going to have a much uh, like a much more involved show. And they set all that up in the first episode. I love the first episode. I also like the second episode, but in my opinion, since I am a process guy, I like the first episode more, but not by much. I think that the second episode is just a, just a rock star of a, of an episode. Derek thoughts on episode
2: two. Yeah, I think I agree. I I tend to look at these Disney plus Marvel shows as more of a drawn-out movie in the cinematic mer- universe. Mm-hmm. And so, it, to me, I think of it more as acts in the overarching um, story arc. So, I yeah, I love the first episode. I love the second episode. I, more than the first episode, Uh No, not really more than the first episode, but still good. Still knocking it out of the park, in my opinion.
1: That's a good point that you make, too, Derek, especially with something like Loki, which is only going to be six episodes. You know, you have a six episode show here. You basically are setting this up in three acts like a like a regular movie. And so, you know, by the end of episode six you, you i can totally see them playing it like it's a regular marvel you know like cinema movie where uh it ends on a cliffhanger we've got a new character there's going to be something that that brings you into the marvel universe a little bit more just like they do with all the movie
0: i felt a little bit like joe did with this is in that uh you know, coming in, I the first time that I watched this, I felt the exact same way. I thought, "Oh man, this this first this second episode isn't quite what that first episode you know really lived up to be." And then I rewatched this episode, and I liked it a whole bunch more on that second watch through. I felt like you know I got to understand the story a little bit more. It wasn't nearly as kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, flashy. Than the first episode, but what you get as far as uh the quality of content that goes through there, and we'll talk a bit about this as this thing goes on, because there's a lot to talk about. Uh but uh for me that's that's what this show did was like the first one was I don't wanna say pomp and circumstance, but was certainly a lot louder, a lot brasher and everything. This this episode really started to kind of grind itself into the story and just go like, here's what this story is really about. That first one is to kind of get you in here. This second episode is more like, hey, let's really lay this out and see what uh, where we're going with this. Now uh, while uh, Derek is here, he does have all of Bruce's actual questions. so uh, let's uh let's go on with uh, Bruce's question number two, Derek.
2: Number two. A lot of viewers seem to side with Loki in as much as they consider the Time Lords the real bad guys of the show. I see them more as a force of nature, like gravity or wind. How about you guys?
1: It depends on your point of view, right? So, you know, I can see where, especially Americans, specifically Americans, uh, they would see that that free will uh, is not uh, is not on the table, so they 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 think of the Time Lords as the bad guys. But here's the thing, Americans, uh, you don't have a whole lot of choice like you think you do, uh, and and so I think that when it, I, I like the idea that Bruce is setting up here, where it's th- that they're th- that they're like a force of nature, because you have to kind of like cosmically make that work for something as small as the Loki show, you know, when you get too big, you start turning into Joe Satriani and the silver Surfer and stuff. And you're just like, I, 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 my head is not big enough to hold all of this. Like (laughs) I don't do nearly enough psychotropic drugs to understand everything that's happening here. And so I think that I, you know, I, I, I like the idea of them as a force of nature uh, to, to to answer the question. I don't think of them as bad guys, really. I think that they are they they're doing what they think is best.
0: I think that that's exactly what they want you to think. Is that like, hey, we're just we're just like the breeze. We're going the way that we want to. When ultimately, they could be the ones who truly are. You know, like like Loki says in the first episode, "Is this the most powerful?" You know, uh, thing in the entire universe is the ability to look at the entire storyline and just go, yes, we want this.
1: No, we don't want this. Adam, don't you think that they're setting it up? Like, it feels like the way that they're setting up the TVA is that they're working outside of the time stream. So, like, magic doesn't work and all this other stuff doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And there's that really great moment where Loki walks into the grocery store And he uses magic to dry himself off. And uh, a lady uh, who he constantly has problems with turns to him and she goes, what was that? And he goes, I am using magic to dry myself off because that is what smart people do. Which, by the
0: way, I would like kill for that power (laughs) to just be able to go get drenched. And then once you walk into a place, just kind of make a fun wish. And then you're dry as a bone. Boy, give it to me all day long.
1: But I think that's a very telling moment because she is surprised by the fact that he's using magic because now that he's not at the TVA, he can use magic again. And I think that basically, it's it's it, what the show is telling you is that the, we're we're not saying that the Infinity Gems are are like are, are small potatoes compared to the TVA. It's just two separate things. Like like the the Infinity Gems aren't going to save you here, right? Is is basically what they're trying to say. They're not saying that, look, those 10 years you spent are worthless. They're they're not saying that I think, but they are basically saying is that these are, it's like a separate, like a separate, but equal thing.
0: Don't go try to run after this thing, because that's not the thing that we want you to pay attention to right now. Pay attention to this thing that we're asking you to pay attention to, instead of going to what you believe because it's what you've seen before is the obvious. It's more answer. like
1: it's more like these things aren't the answer because they can't save you. are exactly. doing something else here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, what say you, Derek?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I tend to think that they're leading us to believe that there's some evil source behind behind the TVA, but it, I think it just remains to be seen whether they're a force of nature or whether they're.
1: They have truly, villain this intent.
2: villain. Yeah, yeah. I, we don't know. We haven't seen the timekeepers or the yeah the timekeepers or anything. So I think it just remains to be seen. And I tend to see him as a force of nature at this point.
1: Fair enough. Cool. Yeah, as of right now, I agree with that. as As we stand, force of nature. But next week, if something happens, yeah, you know, opinions change very quickly. <laughs> Question three question three in hours how much time would you say you've spent at various ren fairs throughout your life oh this is a good one Derek, Ren <laughs> fair guy or no
2: never never really not not for lack of wanting I think I think my wife would enjoy it more than I would but never zero hours
0: <laughs> I can say okay first of all I do want to I do want to clarify this is that I think I'm trying to, because this question was brought up, my mind just starts to wander, okay? And I go, he didn't ask this question for no reason. How much time has Sean spent at the Renaissance <laughs> Fair? Now, Adam has spent, I would say, calculated maybe eight hours total at at a Renaissance Fair. Uh, that was mostly for... Uh, The lady I was with at the time, her niece was going to that. And frankly, that is the reason for me to go to a Renaissance fair is to, number one, uh, eat a turkey leg because, God, that's the most American thing I can think of. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, drink mead and or beer. So those two things in combination—that's like the number one reason you go. But the the other reason that you go is to watch the uh, the, the the excitement in a small child's face uh, when they because it's so great. I love watching that little kid just love the crap out of being at the Renaissance Fair. She loved the princesses and the whole knights and all that kind of crap. To see that kid smile was what did it for me. I hate the Renaissance Fair. Outside of the chick, uh, outside of the turkey leg and the beer, and seeing the the, the the light on a child's face. Outside of that, I don't personally need it. I can't tell you where Sean sits. That's the weird part about this question.
1: Well, before we get to that, uh, let's 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 be sure here. Bruce has spent way more time than either of us at, oh, at a. Oh, for sure. That's literally the reason why I asked because I wanted to hear Bruce's response, which I'm gonna guess is probably somewhere around like sixty hours at a Renaissance <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Like, he's got a sword collection. I mean, we know he does. Like, if you're not
0: doing it, you're screwing up somehow.
1: Right, exactly. And and for me, well, Adam, you you have already taken my answer. I went because of a lady one year. Yeah, that's why you do it, boys. Exactly. (laughs) And so, you know, she gets to dress up in her fancy clothes. And, you know, at the time...
0: And if you're um, lucky, it's one of those uh, enhancing
1: uh, ones. Well, that... It's exactly correct. Yeah, there you yes. go. <laughs> yes, and so all of that, uh, all of that happened and came true, and that was wonderful. I don't know if the three hours I spent there that one year were worth it, but it, it, it I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I experienced it. So it's not one of those things of, well, I hate those and I never went.
0: You, you ever know? see the guy that like puts his head through the hole and then talks crap to people while they pay money to throw tomatoes at him? Oh, boy, yes, oh
1: boy, course. did I ever
0: want to be that guy. just talking straight smack to strangers to have them try to throw. And like the matter you get them, the harder they throw it, the less accurate they are. And then you get to bust on them. Oh God. What a dream job. (laughs) I love that so much. Let's go to question four. Uh, Did every, uh, this one comes to us from Kev. Did everyone notice that the Marriott in Atlanta is part of the TVA?
1: You're right, Kev. You were right on Twitter. Now I'm riled up. So
0: Yes, I loved it so much. Like, here's the thing. Having uh, been a a multi, multi uh, attendee of Dragon Con, I am very familiar with all of the Atlanta hotels. And whenever I see uh, the Marriott, uh, whether it be like in Hunger Games or in this, it is so much fun to see because I just go, I know that place. I've been there and quite hammered at the time. I can't wait to see three people dressed up as whatever these statues are just standing outside of those elevators at all times because you know that's what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> of course, that's what's gonna happen. Yes, it looks so much like the Marriott in Atlanta also that it's it's kind of surprising that they didn't do more to try to hide where they were. <laughs> but I guess that if you've never been to the Atlanta Marriott, you wouldn't like it, it's not something that tips you off. You know, uh, but it's going to be one of those things where, depending on how long they shoot in Atlanta for, that everyone's going to start going, ah, it's that oh, place. Oh
0: yeah, because it's a
1: place where they shot the. Because it's like it's like Griffith Park in in LA, where the second I see that they're in the woods on a movie, I'm like, well, that's just Griffith Park right
0: there. Yeah. And uh, you can see a lot of the um, <clears throat> kind of process shots and stuff that they put together. To where they took the hotel and kind of made it go, you know, in infinite into the you know background and everything like that, which is a lot of fun. You because you kind of go like, where did they shoot that from? Oh, okay, they probably <laughs> got that that plate from there. They clearly did not shoot what we're looking at here. When he goes to uh, get the uh, the archives and stuff that the lady won't allow him to get and and whatnot. Uh that's clearly on a green screen of just something that they shot previously but it's al- it's always fun to kind of map out and just go like where in the hotel are they <laughs>
1: Now, do you do that on your fir- first viewing, Adam, or is that something that, like, in your second viewing, you it,
0: Like, honestly, that? like I'm so I'm so familiar with it that it do- it just does nothing but stand out. And I go, okay, here's where they put the red line. I wonder if they did that in post or if they did that in real life. And then you can kind of see the see the seams where they duplicated stuff and have things go into the you know infinite abyss in the back and, and stuff like that. I I, ca- I can't help but see it, especially when it's you know something that's is. As vibrant and recognizable, at least to me, as as Atlanta is.
2: Let's Agreed. go to
0: question what are we on here? Five? We yes. Five. Question
2: five. If you really are 10 steps ahead of someone, you wouldn't feel the need to tell them so, would you?
1: Never ever. This is something that makes me crazy about shows and movies like this. Is it's the you know, smart people never speak about how smart they are they're just smart so people who are thinking 10 steps ahead never talk about how they're thinking 10 steps ahead because they're always trying to screw you over right like at least i imagine that's what happens when you know i'm dating the wrong girl that's what
0: we do we scheme against you
1: uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah we yes so like like, (laughs) so like you know it's it's Something that, that like a character who is truly 10 steps ahead would never say it. And it makes me a little nuts, you know, like I've never heard a really smart person say how smart they are, you know, like unwarranted sometimes smart people will tell you, well, you know, like like, how did you figure that out? Well, cause I'm smart. Like that. Exactly. We keep it. it
0: on the down low. We don't go around spreading it yes, out to other people we, and letting yes. people know all about it. We keep it quiet as you do.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, read this text in front of you. How about you? Uh, what? <laughs> How dare you, sir?
2: <laughs>
1: all right. Number six.
2: Can I comment on this question? Oh, please. I, I I'm like sorry. this question. I'm no, sorry. no, no. You're please. just fine. I, I, I like this question because it kind of made me think about just. Uh, how Loki's kind of going through this identity crisis right now. Everything his whole life's being questioned, and so I think he may, makes the comment of "I'm ten steps ahead" because he's trying to manifest that himself. He's trying to be ten steps ahead mm-hmm. of of the TVA. In I sense, see speaking it into existence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, exactly. He's he's trying to let people know. It's like, no, no, seriously. I am, you know, the top dog around here. I am the guy who's doing all of the stuff. Make no mistake. I am the man. I purport myself to be, even though I might not
1: exactly be that guy. Which lends me to ask the the follow up question to you, is, is Derek, is that if so, when he says that he's the 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 real Loki, the the we'll call him Loki Prime. Do you think he actually believes that the character of Loki believes that or no?
2: No, I think he's trying to convince himself that he is hes Loki Prime or he's the best Loki in a sense. He's gotcha. at least had that moment to
0: where he's thought, oh, no, am I, am I a robot? Am I different? Am I not exactly right, yeah. who I want, to, <laughs> who I proclaim myself to be? So at least he has that in the background now as something in his character that just goes like, I may not actually be the person that I purport myself to
1: be. Yeah.
0: Question six.
1: Agent Mobius believes the jet ski is the perfect blending of form and function. I think the perfect blending of form and function are the metal thermos lunch boxes from the seventies and eighties where they perfected the design. What's your favorite?
0: I think that's a really good one. Uh, I, I can't say that I can argue with it at all. So that's a, that's a fantastic one for me. Uh, it's a little bit more boring, but it is the thing that I kind of sat down in and realized this is the best of the best, and that is the Herman Miller Arrow Chair. Ooh, that's a good chair. That bad boy runs here around 1000 bucks, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more, depending upon the type of model that you get and all the uh, quirky features that you uh, sound to get with that. But if you have sat in a chair for a super long period of time and you need a chair that will just cradle your back and your butt and everything in just the perfect way, the type of chair that you can adjust to your liking and 12 hours can go by and you don't feel fatigued, that is what that chair does. It is. I do not have one. It is worth every penny, though. If I had that money, that would be something that I would invest in because it is, as far as as desk chairs goes, in my experience, it is the best one out there, bar none. I agree.
2: Oh, this is a good question. Mine's also water related. I enjoy a nice swim spa, nice hot tub with the jets and the Ooh. length for the long legs. Nice. That's the perfect form of function and function. Nice. Oh yeah,
0: man. That is that is one thing I've always kind of like is like if if I could just put something on the checklist of things I want. Hot tub is always at the list uh, on the on on that list in that area because. Uh, as a gi- Especially as a giant man, you, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to fit in that kind of crap all the time. And uh, that's that's what I would want. All right, let's go on to uh, question number eight here. This one comes to a seven. Oh, excuse me, seven, seven rather. Uh, from Dave, Dave writes in, is Miss Minutes a Pokemon Go and how many points is she worth? That comes from uh, Big Dave Movies Mattingly. Um, I don't know how many points she's left. Did you guys know that Pokemon Go is still going on right now? I learned this out when uh, my work started back up, and the 20-something-year-old kids, that are, they're, they're still playing the Pokemon Go. Can you believe this crap? I certainly couldn't.
2: As a 20-something-year-old, I, I had no idea. I, I played it for a solid week and gave up. It just... <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, you know, I knew that it it was going to continue just because something that is that popular, like it's one of those things where like Andrew Dice Clay is still performing. Yeah. He's still performing. (laughs) Like it's one of those things, you know? And, and so that's how I know that they're still going. Uh, here is where I answer uh big Dave movies question without knowing anything about (laughs) Pokemon go. I'm going to say that, uh, that Ms. Minutes is worth, uh, 17 pokemon coins i don't know i don't know what anything is boy that's
0: awful low i bet tara strong feels awful raw about that one uh sean so
1: a hundred (laughs) pokemon
0: you've made it all better now (laughs)
1: 1500 pokemon coins I don't know how any of this crap works. What the hell number are we
0: on? Eight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> number eight. What would you do
2: if you could visit an apocalypse and knew your actions would have no consequences? Mm.
1: Oh, this is a very Bruce question, Derek. This is the kind of thing where where like... It's kind of good that you're the one asking the question because Bruce would be saying something truly, truly awful. The only thing keeping <laughs> Bruce Leslie from being a supervillain is the fact that he has no superpower. It's literally the only thing that's keeping him you from You give
0: it. him a slight ability to magnetize something and you have got a full-fledged monster on your hands.
1: Yeah, it's going to take nuclear armaments to take that man down. Here is what I would do. It's not awful. It's not something awful. It's something that I think would be helpful which is that what i would try to do if i was at uh, like at an apocalyptic event is i would try to get as much information down as i possibly could about what was happening around this apocalyptic event so that future the future would know what was happening during this time. You know, it's one of the the great things about Pompeii is that it just gets covered quick. So everything is locked into place. It's Mm -hmm. how we know so much about ancient Rome is from Pompeii. And so I would try to do something where like whatever the apocalyptic event was, I would try to get as much information down for future generations as I possibly could.
0: Well, the tough part for me is that like knowing that your actions have no consequences, it like sure, there's like a, a like a juvenile side of your brain and everything that goes like, "Oh, well, this is gonna be fun. I'll just be able to do whatever I want and everything. But at the same time, if there isn't any consequences, is what you're doing as fun as you purport it to be? You know?
1: Uh, wow, that is a chicken or egg question there, Adam. It, exactly,
0: yeah. because that's what I feel. It's just like, oh, you'll be able to go into this place and do anything that you want to do. Sure, you can do that, but the fact that you know that, it has, so, like, I feel like it would wear its welcome out rather quickly to where, you know, you'd maybe do it twice and then you're like, well, I mean. Sure, I get to have a lot of fun, but I, I'm certainly not accomplishing anything. We're literally showing that my actions bear absolutely zero consequence. So at that but point when also, what at, can you not do?
1: I mean, look at look at what Loki did, knowing that it's the apocalypse. All he did was he let a couple of goats free. I mean, that's all he really did. So, you know, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, the consequences of your actions, that, that's not, the, to me, that's not the bigger the bigger part of this. You know, I, I, think that, uh, you know, if you live right, there's no consequences to your actions ever. If you're, if you're doing it right. And, and so the, look, that's why I went the way that I did, but Derek, what would you, what do you think you would do? How would you behave?
2: I, I would probably go to the future to see what, where, where's where this all going to end <laughs> just to, either prove some people wrong or prove some people right. I don't know. I, don't know I just want to shake enough trees. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Yeah. That is,
1: yeah. That, that is, that is one of my favorite lines in the show this week too, is when Loki says, if you can trust one thing, it's you can trust this about yeah. me. I love being right. <laughs> that was a really good moment. Uh, no, can't relate see. to that at all. Uh,
0: let's go to question nine.
1: Number nine is agent Mobius banging that judge.
0: It feels like it, doesn't it? Like sure does. there's something that's going on here that we don't quite know about yet as far as the show's concerned. But boy oh boy, do you feel like there's something going on?
2: Yes, for sure. I think there's a version of him that
1: is. Oh, Derek, kill him. That's exactly what's happened. That's exactly what happened. They know they know through different timelines what could and could not be. It, oh, I really like that Hmm. That's how you do it. I'm
0: too shabby.
1: Uh, let's jump into question number 10 here.
0: This one comes to us from Matt. In which episode will we see Owen Wilson ride a jet ski, describe the scene, and for optional bonus points, <laughs> name the 90s pop song you think should accompany it? Cheers. Matt's from Bristol, UK. Uh,
1: I saw the sign... You son of a, what do you do? What do you, do you
0: raid my dream journal? What's wrong with you? Do you have access to my iCloud account? Because I write down stuff and then you go and steal it. I don't care for it. What the right, hell's fine, going on fine. here?
1: intergalactic. Son of a fine. bitch,
0: what are you doing? My backup too? Jesus Christ, all right, fair enough. What's the goddamn it? Question 11 <laughs> Jameraquai. Oh, god. <laughs> 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 I do want to see Ellen Wilson riding a jet ski and getting his dream come true at the end of this series. If, absolutely.
1: if nothing else, absolutely.
2: That would be great. The Let's boy. see. Question 11 The body jumping. Trope is well trod territory, but not a power we've seen Loki possess before. Do you think we'll eventually see how he acquired that skill?
1: I uh, I mean, you don't see other uh, uh, his other powers manifesting. You know, you don't see him like being able to shape shift and all that jazz. Like we don't ever see that. Happen for him. I think that the way that we would do it is if there is a kid Loki. And I think that that is a very real possibility now is that because there is that kid Loki that's in the young Avengers. And so I think that there will be a moment where we see. Kid Loki acquiring different powers, well, probably in a Young Avengers Marvel Plus TV show.
0: As long as there's a Kid Loki, I hope he kind of stands behind regular Loki and somebody else pushes him, and then like he falls over because little Loki's sitting behind there to kind of trip him and everything. That's what I want to happen. Is that hmm. is, is that out of the question? <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I think that's probably going to be something that happens. It could certainly still happen. I mean, it's not to say that it couldn't. Uh, but I, I don't know that we necessarily need to see that sort of stuff or any new different kind of quote unquote skills. I think we're at a level uh, within the Marvel Cinematic and of course television universe that we can just kind of roll along with anything that we're told. <laughs> like That's it sounds it fair. sounds silly, but like at a point we just kind of go like, all right, fair enough. As long
1: as it's entertaining enough, everything is fine.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't have them have a lasagna power or something like that, but just something that makes sense enough, you go, all right, I get it. Sure. Question 12, Sean.
1: Doesn't Hiding in the Apocalypse sound like some super lame Megadeth album?
0: <laughs> it certainly could be, but I, I like to think it's more like Iron Maiden, and you have... Uh, What's the name of the character in Iron Maiden? I'm screwing this up. It's probably like Ernie or something like Eddie? that. Eddie? Eddie? That's I think that's right. Eddie. Where he's like kind of peeking out behind a corner and called that hiding from the apocalypse. I would that would be an album I would be interested
1: in. Like latter day Iron Maiden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Or a great tour t shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just
0: hiding out there. Let's go to question 13. This one comes to us from Chris. Chris writes In the first episode of Loki, we see a background character that looks awful like an awful lot like Peggy Carter getting led into a courtroom to be incinerated. Is this Marvel's subtle way of saying all the Marvel TV shows are like Agent Carter, Daredevil, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? are variants? Ie garbage and are and wasted seven years of our life watching Clark Gregg rarely blink during his we can beat this D level super villain that nobody has ever heard of monologue. we Would love to hear your thoughts. I love the show, Chris, aka the Turquoise Trotter.
1: Well, first of all, Chris, never noticed that before about uh, about Clark Gregg. Uh, really doesn't blink very often though. You're right. I, I never put that together before. Uh, two, I don't think that that's Peggy Carter. Uh, they would never the the actress would never agree to that unless they made a bigger deal out of it. But especially at the end of um, at the at the end of uh, the last Avengers movie, having that be the big lovely ending, which is so lovely and so nice, they're yeah. not going to ruin that by throwing Peggy Carter into a pit. And now I mean, we barbecue <laughs> Right? I mean, they're just not going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I, I did. I, it, I, I, it's funny, man, because I did. I, I I know the moment he's talking about, because I did feel, I, I was like, wait a second, is that Peggy? But then when they just kept just panning by, I was like, oh, okay, It's
0: yeah, are sliding by.
1: It's not panning. They
0: do a have slide. a time to um, just kind of like throw some stuff out there, but we're moving so fast and everything that you, you'll, you'll quickly overlook that for something else, for sure.
1: Yeah. fo show.
0: Let's go on to question 14.
2: 14. Someone on Twitter said that Miss Minutes is pretty pretty hot for a clock. What typical office item is most likely to light your fire? This is I, a very
0: I Bruce wrote, Leslie question. Exactly. <laughs> I put questions. this in there because this was the most Bruce Leslie question that was written by him this week. And I'm just like, I I, I have to have this in here. If I don't have it in there and like he's not here, he might as well be here in question form. And this question is the Bruce's question that there is this week, I think. So why don't you answer the question? <laughs> stapler. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can get through things, you're sm- slamming through a stack and all that kind of good stuff. So you know what's what. And let's ha- like what happens? Uh oh! You turn that into the uh, the reverse stapler. You know what I'm talking? About? <laughs> Where you push the little button underneath and put the uh, bottom. So instead of going in, the staple goes out. Yeah, it's got a werewolf teeth. Hell yeah! You're effing around <laughs> with. <laughs> With stapler stuff, so you just gotta mm-hmm. kapow. That's what, yeah, that's what I
2: like. <laughs>
0: what do you want? This is a
2: Bruce question.
0: <laughs> that's as best pencil as Pencil sharpener. Oh, a pencil sharpener.
1: That's a manual, a manual one with the with the soft. Grinding. Oh, that is great. That's a great feeling, man. When you have like the right kind, man, that is a good feeling. Uh, the old, that's the old crazy. big ones that like when
0: you put the pencil in, you knew come hell or high water, when you took it out there, that sucker was going to be sharp, dude.
1: You're talking about a boss stitch. That's exactly what you're talking yeah, about. exactly.
0: You stitch. put that bad boy in there and you're cranking around and you're just like, this mm-hmm. son of a bitch is going to come out so sharp. And you take it out and you're like, well, this is the best pencil sharpener that's ever lived. Gotta miss middle school. What's on question 14? <laughs> or 15? I don't know what question we're on.
1: Uh, 15, I could watch an hour of Agent Mobius and Loki talk about creation and belief and life purpose for an hour. How about you? I think this is
0: great. To me, this
1: is what I'm
0: surprised the show has leaned into kind of as much as they can is the idea of uh, like predeterminism and stuff like that, of like your life is going this particular way. Uh, There's only one way that you can go about this life because I think all of us deep down inside want to believe that at least to some degree or another that we are in control of our own lives and our own destinies and where we're going. And uh, to be able, to to be told like as a Marvel character that like, you know, like you've seen with Loki is here's your exact timeline. You know when you're born. You know all the events up there. You don't know past this particular event, but these are the ways and events with which that you will meet your utter end. And that is uh, a wild and crazy thought for anybody to get, much less one that's, you know, endowed with the powers of a god.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this was the best scene of this episode. Yeah. They're sitting down easily. And
0: yeah, Josticola makes scene. a second appearance within it all,
1: all I thought about was you and your brother when Josticola shows up. I was like, like oh, this, man.
0: Like, what an odd decision as well is that you've got your Josticola and a salad. That's a man who's living <laughs> uh, a life on the edge, as it were. He's got a little bit. He's got a foot in the danger, and he's got a foot in the safe. And he just kind of plays it as well as he can. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's, it's the yin and the yang, and he's there for us all. Uh, What the hell question are we on? 16? 16. 16! 16, this one comes to us from Bo. It's pretty clear that no one at the TVA is willing to trust Loki up front, and Loki is aware of this when he talks about them trusting him. So when he's trying to scam him in this episode, so by the, TV, uh, the TVA asking them to be a team player... The variant with his discussion of his grand plan or pretty much anyone. Is he telling anyone the truth in this episode? That's from Bo from Austin, Texas.
1: I don't think so. I I think that he, the the only point where he's telling, where he's telling uh, Mobius the truth is when he figures out where the other Loki variant is hiding. And when he figures that part out, that's the only truthful that he's speaking to whenever he speaks about his intent whenever he speaks about uh you know like he he, Mobius has that great moment where he says uh why is it that the people that you can trust the least are always the ones who say that you can trust me and and he's right you know whenever you have people around you who speak that way it makes me perk my ears up because it's like well why? why do you think you need to say that to me
0: (laughs) Exactly. The uh, I'll say it out loud. Does that make things better? No. Right. In fact, it kind of makes things worse.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: makes me trust you less.
1: You know, at the Cracker Factory I work at, whenever there's somebody that you can't trust, you're just like, man, I'm I'm done with this.
2: Yeah, you just quit it. Question seventeen: Do you think we might get to meet more than one alternate version of Loki?
1: Absolutely. I think we're going to get a a million different variants. I think that uh, this isn't the last character we've seen. As I've said before, I think that they're tipping their hand that we're going to see Kid Loki. Hmm. I think it's all happening.
0: I think if we do, we'll see it in small fits and spurts. We won't see exactly you know, tons of them, but they may come in quick succession if that makes any sense. You go Adam, bang, 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 bang.
1: But Adam, you're forgetting the one thing that Marvel really, really likes to do, which is set up the next thing. And they're totally setting up Young Avengers. It, it, like, we're, we're getting to a point here where they're probably, you know, after Hawkeye, we get our fifth Young Avenger, right? So it would make sense that young Loki shows up in this.
0: I, I, well, certainly, with that coming over the horizon, that wouldn't be uh, a, a giant surprise,
2: right?
0: Let's go to. When we got to see, oh, oh, sorry. oh go ahead. No, no, please. we only got no, 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 to no. see
2: the 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 holograms of the alternate Lokis too. There we got right. Muscle Loki and Bull Loki, giant Loki <laughs> bull <laughs> yeah, <Loki>. freako
0: crazy <laughs> Loki, where there's just like, eh, maybe some not so uh, similar. Yeah,
1: that yeah I was think cool. there's more to come. Yeah, yeah, totally agree.
0: Or maybe, that's, maybe they've shot their wad in like little tiny animation form. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Who's this? say? But I doubt it.
0: No. <laughs> 17. Or excuse me, 18 rather.
1: Pardon me. What's the deal with the Franklin D. Roosevelt High School pen? Do either of you guys know what's going on there with that? Because they, they kind of focus on it for a minute. The only thing that I could think of is his connection to uh, Night at the Museum,
0: but somehow I doubt that's it.
1: <laughs> oh, because Owen Wilson?
0: Yeah, like Owen Wilson was in the Night <laughs> at the Museum movies, which, let's be frank, are not like very good movies. They're not like ob- obtrusively horrible movies, but they're certainly not great movies. That's the yeah. only thing I could think of. I-, I don't know.
2: I think it remains to be seen. Yeah, I think we'll. Yeah. I think we'll. I think we'll dig into Mobius's past, or or some incarnation of that.
1: I I just didn't know if maybe that's where Ms. Marvel goes to school, or and I and I tried looking it up, but then my eyes went crossed when they kept talking about different things and how uh, FDR had something to do with with Captain America and everything else, and I was like, okay, I'm done.
0: Something about a deal somewhere and something along those lines. Uh,
1: Something about a deal and it being new. I didn't really pay Uh, attention. It's, it's history. What are you going to do?
0: Let's go to question number 19. Do you think that there's anything to the theory that the TVA is related to Val, which is based upon flipping the TVA logo upside down? It sure like looks like it says Val to me. Yeah. And didn't she say John to John Walker, things are about to get weird? That's from our uh, buddy Larry Trujillo.
1: I think that this is uh, this is something that I really want to have happen. I would love for Val to be involved with this stuff. I don't know, but I would love if the Valerie character is Val. She never calls herself Valerie, right? It's I don't always think Val.
0: so. Yeah, but I will say this, man. Oh, man! And I'm gonna try to. I, I can't promise you with a thousand percent authenticity. But I'm gonna to try to put in this TVA logo uh, comparison within the uh, show notes itself. If you have a podcast 2.0 compliant uh, uh, podcaster thing, it's really like man, oh man! When you turn it upside down, it is uh, Val yeah. all day long.
1: There's no mistaking that that says Val.
0: It's crazy. So you know, it feels like if it's not, damn, Larry, you gotta, you got a hell of a theory working there, bud. I love it. Let's go to twenty. Let's see that.
2: Do you think the timekeepers are already dead and the boss lady at the TVA is hoping Mobius won't
1: figure it out, man? This is Bruce's best crackpot theory. I love this idea. I love that. There is no timekeepers. I love all of this stuff. Uh, Like I, I can see the reveal happen and everybody going nuts about it. That would be really, really great. Uh, I hope it's it's another thing where I hope so. I hope that's what's happening. I don't know. I mean, you know, this show, the, that's kind of the nice thing about this show is that they can do anything and go anywhere, and you're not going to be like, what? Ridiculous. You know?
0: It certainly does feel like that, and um, uh, slight spoiler alert or whatever, but, like, somebody had mentioned it before. Is that it feels like a kind of uh, Snowpiercer the series uh, yeah. kind of thing where you got Mister Wilford and like oh we know who Mister Wilford is Mister Wilford Mister Wilford and like it may not be exactly what you thought it to, to be previously feels yep. like there's a there's a decent bit of that's possibly going on
1: that's the only time in history that somebody has related. Uh snowpiercer to a marvel tv show
0: it's all kind of crazy what can i I love that you
1: did it i'm I'm not I, i am not i am not saying negative things about that i think it's great
0: we might cover the last half of that first season on hmp who's to say uh question number 21 sean
1: what's the purpose of blowing up the timeline is it just to cause chaos what does that bring you
0: Mm, This is a tough one for me. I can't quite tell you exactly where I stand on all of this or what their particular motive is or what particular motive Loki has at this point. And just kind of, I mean, obviously he's showing us to where he believes that his variant would hang out was within these particular zones during these times. But it's tough for me to kind of put it all together at this point.
1: Because when I was trying to think it through, the only thing I could think of is that the only reason why you do this is to take down the TVA and cause chaos.
0: Which seems to
2: be I'm his a ultimate crackpot.
1: Point. oh No, 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 please, Derek, please.
2: Yeah, I want to give a crackpot theory on this. Nice. Um, I think that this female version of Loki is trying to restore what they believe to be the proper flow of time, either the timekeepers screwed something up by making one timeline, because where did this Loki come from? Right. So maybe she's a Loki lost in time and she's trying to restore that.
0: Possibly. But at the same time too, they do make the, uh, like you said, the decision or the, uh, the point that there are, uh, all of these variants out there and they are, all of this same Loki variant. So Loki apparently has been going off the timeline since the get of go, I guess.
1: Yeah. I do like this theory though, Derek. I think that I, because just causing chaos doesn't seem like enough to me. And right. So, and so to have that extra thing of where I'm actually trying to save my timeline. I really do like that idea.
0: Let's go on to question number twenty-two. This one comes to us from Nate. Nate writes, "In the other slash, is the, the oh, I'm sorry, is the other slash Dark Loki going to end up being the good guy, advocating on behalf of free will, while the TVA becomes painted as an authoritarian regime that sacrifices everything for the one sacred timeline?" That's from Nate, aka King Solomon's Frog.
1: I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to say what we said earlier, both Derek and myself said earlier in this episode, which is that we they haven't really tipped their hands enough yet to see, to show if they're going to be an author, uh, author authoritarian figure or whether it's going to be something where they're a force of nature. Right. And so I think that I, I, I know that I want it to be that they're that they're uh, a force of nature. But I, I would probably, if I'm putting money on it, I would say that it's going to be um, it's gonna be the other, you know.
2: But
1: I, I think that's very likely.
0: I, I almost feel like you know, and Derek, see if you think if you, like this makes sense to you, but like people they're they're all kind of on the exact same timeline, if you will. So sure they all they may, I don't know. It's like for me, it's the toughest part of really just getting around free will. And if these characters have any particular free will, they've shown us that the things that we've seen within their universe that we know of are practically powerless in this particular standpoint. But you know, I'm still trying to figure out where that's pointing us here in the future. And obviously, they're laying it out. But uh, that—that's where I'm kind of scratching my head the most.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And are you referring to the, with regards to the free will, are you referring to the TVA or just the Marvel universe as we've seen it?
0: Yeah, kind of either or really, because like the TVA has this idea of like, hey, we know exactly what happens. We know exactly what goes down. Any of the things that you've thought have been wild and craziest missteps or, uh, you know, you know, outliers of the situation that you're particularly in. No, no, no. These are the exact same things that we happened it happens to be that you are the mistake that we have right now that we need to fix. And I, I still do like the idea that Owen Wilson's character is saying, hey, this this becomes very much Silence of the Lambs, where it's like in order to understand this killer that we have, we have to have that, you know, this other killer that we can, you know, sort of understand where the main killer is coming from, if that makes sense.
1: It's yeah, it's, I like it's I agree, but I think there's so it's so much more interesting if the free will part of this to you know to answer his question, the the free will part of this is is the easier way to go here. Whereas if the, no one has free will, that's a whole lot harder to write. That's a whole lot harder to convince people to continue to watch. I mean, it's going to be a free will argument. Yeah.
0: Everything uh, is predetermined. Sorry, you don't right, know I,
1: anything from the get of go.
0: Goodbye, story. You know, end. This is
1: this <laughs> isn't some Russian allegory where that where they're going to go like no, everything is preordained, and what you do me doesn't matter at all. Like that's not. Like that's never going to happen. We where- like
0: to instill positivity in the youth of yes. today.
1: <laughs> yes. So it's going to be it's going to be free will against authoritarianism. We know that that's what it's going to be. I just wish that it wasn't because I want to see what hoops they jump through to show you. Shoot yourself in the Me face. Too. Disney
0: Plus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question twenty three.
2: 23 if you could time travel and meet a version of yourself from a different timeline would you look out for yourself like biff tannen or hate or yeah look out your for yourself like biff tannen or hate yourself like modok or loki
0: i first and foremost i will say this as this is a bruce question bruce if you ever want to get a question into uh, any of these 30 questions Throw it around Back to the Future, and boy, oh, boy, have you got yourself a guaranteed question that will enter the roster. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's tough because, like, let's be honest. If we all were in the same exact situation as old Biff was in Back to the Future 2 where you realized, hey, here's this sports almanac that has every outcome of every sporting event – for the last 25 years if you could go back in time and give that to yourself to place, place strategic bets so you could become a millionaire who amongst us would not
1: well i mean what he that's not the question the question is would you hate the would you hate the former version over yourself or would you look out for the former version? Oh, it version would be
0: just exactly like old Biff to where you would look at yourself and just be like, It's it's make like a tree and leaf, you dumbass. <laughs> like that would be the exact situation is that you would look at yourself as a younger person and condemn yourself for being the stupid moronic idiot that you were
1: at, you know, eighteen years old. What about you, Derek? Would you look out for yourself or hate yourself?
2: Uh that's uh, hmm. I'd probably try to look out for myself i tend to think that i would try to just avoid me and let it play out because i (laughs) tend to tend to think i like where i'm at today (laughs) but but, you know
0: see that's the difference there there you
2: like you like where you're at
1: (laughs) (laughs) as uh, relatively so yeah you know i i think that uh i think that i would look out for myself quite honestly i don't think that that i would hate myself uh, I would hate certain aspects of myself for sure I mean I hate certain aspects of myself right now as I'm sitting here talking to you amen but i would I would look out I, I would look out for myself
0: yeah I, I I would like to think that I would give myself uh, good instructions to uh, stay away from things that you need to stay away from and focus on things that you need to focus on because uh, uh, sometimes you need those uh, those instructions let's go to 24.
1: It seems to me that this show is getting everyone ready for a new Loki. Do you think this is a good or a bad idea?
0: I don't know about that. To me, I feel like this is also this show very well at the exact same time could be foaking us Focusing us more towards a world where a Loki does not exist. Like I said uh, previously, I think this show is really showing us that the timeline of Loki, as we know it, where he dies under the hand of Thanos, will not change. We may discover something more about this character along this, uh, you know, way and everything due to his his being a variant and whatnot. But I, I feel like his life is gone, and I don't know that we're going to have another one on there, because I don't know how much, li- much like a Wolverine, that people would really accept it too much at this point. Or am I nuts at that thought?
1: I, I think that I think you're wrong because I think that Loki of any other character can have a different version of himself and everyone's going to be okay with it. As long as it's a cool version. I think that something like, like you have somebody who has played Wolverine for 30 years and you get a recast it with a 17 year old. Like that's not going to go over so great, but having, having Loki be a shapeshifter like he is already, you know, we've seen that in every single aspect of all the Thor movies and all the Avengers movies is that he changes his shapes all the time. And so I think that, I I, I think they're trying to set you up to get you ready for that. There's going to be that Loki's going to be around. It's just not going to be Hiddleston forever.
0: Derek, are Um, you new Loki or
1: old
2: Loki? Oh, I'm definitely a fan of old Loki, Tom Hiddleston. But I, I think, you know, any other character, it might not work so well. But I think because of being the god of mischief, I think he can, we can, you know, expand that character a little more.
1: Yeah. And you know, if Marvel's really smart, like to get to the Wolver, back to the Wolverine thing, cause I just thought of this, but they basically have to do is they have to set up a fall guy because whoever you have as Wolverine next is not going to, it, everyone's going to hate that guy. Right.
0: Yeah. You so gotta make you it my crappy.
1: Right. So you get one guy in for one movie where he's in it for five minutes and everybody goes, absolutely not. I do not want that guy I, I, I do not want that guy from Jag as Wolverine. <laughs> so, like, so, so, like, then, okay, all right, we learned our lesson. How about this guy instead? And everyone's like, you know what? That guy's okay, I guess.
0: Here's a good question. Derek, with only if you had one film and you were known as the crummy Wolverine, would you take it? Uh, oh, see, that's tough. Isn't it didn't. It's like man. you'd be you'd be Wolverine for a hot second. But at the same time, you would be the Wolverine that everyone also is kind of
2: like, my mm, God sucks. I, it, those are big shoes to fill. I don't think I could do it. No, I
0: can't. I can't imagine anybody would have a good idea about them. I mean, what how, if you, you were a song
1: and dance man like the original Ray,
0: <laughs> like, oh.
1: like you do. Question twenty he says I wasn't.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I haven't heard them pipes. That's true. And a five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Uh, Question 25 (laughs) comes to us from a listener. He writes in, have you ever come in contact with someone so dedicated to the corporate process that they will only acknowledge you if you play along too? like the lady in the library who wouldn't look at Loki until he rang the bell. There was a checkers drive through in a town where I went through that I went to in college that would only acknowledge you at the drive through microphone. If you said checkers instead of hello or excuse me or whatever signed Sit and screw
1: checkers I I have no idea what checkers is is that a fast food place Yeah it's
0: it's kind of like a like think of another version of uh oh shoot what's it called St- uh, steak and shake Okay kind of like a steak and shake but just okay. just kind of to be frank crummier. am I wrong Never heard of it. All right, fair enough. So yeah, checkers (laughs) I'm gonna say checkers is a lesser
1: stake and shake. That's Uh, not what that's not what the question is though. So like (laughs) like the question is the question is, have you ever been around somebody? So uh, this is the part I'm not understanding. Do you have to say checkers? To get your order? You Apparently go,
0: so. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen checkers, and as I've dro- driven by checkers uh, in many places amongst the southeast, I have looked at said checkers and said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I shall go to another establishment for which I am with uh, more uh, familiar with. Checkers is not it for me. So I will say this, though. If they go like you have to open up with checkers, I'm pissed already. I don't like that.
1: That's no yeah, good. You're not that guy at all. You, you barely deal with the 30 questions format. I no, I imagine. like, I,
0: I try to go outside of that if I can.
1: <laughs> you, you do. Oh, you do that all the time. So, so, uh, let's, let's answer the question, right? So, uh, somebody who is so corporate-y, you know what? I got a good one. I got a good one. So I worked at Starbucks when I was a kid and 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 Starbucks has this thing where every couple of years they change terms Mm -hmm. for things. And so when I started at Starbucks, it was called a skim milk. Like, like I want a a, a latte with skim milk. Right. And so the customers would come in and go uh, skim uh, like a, you know, blah, 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 skim milk latte. And I go, okay, blah, 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 skim milk latte. So they know that I know what they're ordering. Right. And I had this manager who pulls me aside and he goes uh you know it's it's called uh no fat we 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 say non fat latte even if the customer says skim oh boy. we say non fat and i said okay you know cuz this is the way that i do things so <laughs> <laughs> so I never. I was never going to do that. I was always going to call it skim or whatever the customer. Oh, I was says. never I was,
0: about the grande and venti and all that kind of stuff when I worked right. at Starbucks. No, no, I understand.
1: Yeah, and so you know, whenever you, you know, whatever the customer calls it is what I'm going to call it back to the customer. Exactly. It's just polite. It's more mm-hmm. polite that way. Correct. But he, the the guy, would not stop, and so for like months, like two months, three months, four months. He would have to come up to me about three times a week, and tell me that it's it's called non-fat milk. It's not called skim milk. <laughs> and so you finally, idiot. finally within within, it, well, he was like he was angry, passive-aggressive guy. Like mm-hmm. he's one of those guys. And so he would come up to he and, and and constantly he would go, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna write you up, and and I would go, I, I will try better. And I was never going to try better. I was never going to do that. Of course, never ever. And so finally, one day, he's like, "So I'm going to write you up." And I went, "Okay, great. Bring so it. write me up. Let's see what happens." <laughs> and oddly and, enough,
0: nothing happens when they write you up. By and large,
1: that's right. And I got and I got my real big boy job about a week later after that. And so that I'm was saying, it, fella. That's right.
0: I will say this though. Let me give you. Let me give every one of our listeners a little bit of of an inside, uh, so they can uh, make their life a whole lot better. Uh, like all your Starbucks and everything like that. They they default to two percent. Do yourself a favor. Go the whole milk. You won't wow. have you. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. Listen to what me when i If you're
1: drinking three lattes a
0: day. That's literally my point. Is because you have that whole milk, you are going to be far more satiated with one than you will three. I promise you. It has nothing, to do, the, it oh, has it nothing to do
1: with the milk. It has everything to do with the caffeine. And the, that's why they're getting but all it's, about it's
0: caffeine. Also, it's also the fat content, though. I'm telling you, fat content satiates I
1: believe you mean. And it'll, don't you know, listen. Not if you, you get not, a coffee and a donut. It'll change right. the way you look at it. I'm telling you, believe <laughs> don't you, Don't listen be to people. that man. He he knows not one it of will these. Make speaks. the best coffee ever, I will drink. I will drink caffeine all day long. I drink coffee all day and then switch to iced tea later. Yeah,
0: because you're listen. Here's the thing. You're not like most people, though. You are like people don't know this about Sean. Unless you've had Sean in your home, you don't know this. Sean is a black coffee. He's a straight right. up boy. He that's don't that's even right. play you don't even play out here. So if you are somebody that plays at least a little bit, get yourself whole milk latte, you're going to like you're going to have less sugar in your life. More fat will fill you up and then you won't have as much of it because you won't need it because you'll be satiated and filled. What the hell question you on
2: 26? 26, 26. Would the collapse of reality as we know it really be such a big deal? Are we so self-centered as to think our current timeline is really as good as it gets?
0: This is a great
2: question.
0: This really is a good question, Bruce. Because man, oh man, like like I think about this stuff kind of all the time like seriously (laughs) when you look up at night think about this question as you look at the night sky as you look at stars in the sky think of each one of those stars exactly like the place that you are right now because you are one of them to somebody else and to think that yourself that you and your race of people i.e. the human race is amongst the only things in the entire not only galaxy but universe that go beyond that seems awful important to me doesn't it
1: well you're yeah i mean i mean i you're talking about to the fact that we are
0: the only ones in the entire galaxy now granted that feels like a great feeling it feels like we are the only ones we are here and we are the ones to be looked at and explored and all that kind of good stuff but at the same time to think of yourself as the only being uh you know within the entire universe as a whole isn't that kind of a conceited idea
1: oh yeah without a doubt uh yes. The, and, and yes i i look look i'm sure there's there's other life out there there has to be i mean it's it's too it's too infinite and and in, in, in big. it's I mean, the it odds in are something. just so slim yes i mean it's ridiculous but the the, as far as the timeline goes, I think this is more introspective than altrospective. I think that what he's basically talking about, what he's asking us is that, are we so self-centered that we think that this is the best timeline there is.
0: Oh, I don't believe that that is not the case. If you ask anyone who is in the middle of their own particular timeline, I'm sure that they would respond to you that their said timeline was, quote unquote, the timeline. And I'm sure that's something that we might get into within this show and the TVA itself.
1: I think uh, I think that If if Bruce had asked this question, uh, at different various points of my life, I would I would have said sometimes I would go, uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, there's probably a far better timeline out there. But you know, currently as I sit here right now, the answer is this is the best timeline for me. <laughs> like this is <laughs> things are pretty good for me. You know, like I I, I would, I, I man, it, it like it just depends on when you're asking the question, really. Derek, what level of life are you at right now? Is this the
2: best or the worst time ever? <laughs> uh, it's it's fine. There I you guess. go. I like that. You know, I, I'll I'll be conceded. I think I'm I'm probably at the best possible timeline I could probably be. I, yeah. Uh, you know, it's I I tend to think a lot more meta about this sort of a thing too, but I.
0: Uh, no, I think, I, I,
2: think.
0: I think that's a yes. good point because Go I think that really ultimately you one needs to look at their own life no matter what their particular situation and you know Right. to differing levels we can convince ourselves whether it's true or not but I think ultimately as far as like certainly an American ideal is that like hey we can always do better we're always always striving for something that is better and beyond what our current situation is but if our current situation turns out to be what it exactly you know is the kind of end game if you will we're okay with it but you're always striving for something else does that make sense
2: yeah. I take it back. Everything's perfect. There yes, you go. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I want
0: to do here.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, so what are we at here? Uh, 20... 27. 27. I think the whole there's good and bad in everyone line Loki has is going to be the overall theme of this show. What say you?
0: Ultimately, I think his line is going to be on that kind of good, bad, the ultimate uh, decision of free will and what that means for us. Um, it, It feels like the obvious conclusion, but is it the obvious conclusion
1: in a good way or a bad way? It's tough to say. Did, did you, you didn't answer the question again. <laughs> so like, well, so like, do you think, do you think that the, the, the overall theme of the show is going to be that there's good and bad in everyone or no?
0: I mean, I think that's, I think that's implicit within life itself is everybody is. is You're is, not
1: answering the question again.
0: Then no, then no, he's going to be a horrible person. And he's always a bad guy. What do you want from me?
2: Yeah, I think I think that's what we're being set up. I mean, it's I mean, we're already asking the question of whether the TVA is is good or bad, right? Or maybe they're a little bit of both. So, I think that's oh, the overarching. at the same time game? too, it's
0: sure. uh does does a leopard ever change its spots kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Are you trying to make me mad? Uh maybe a little. Uh <laughs> Let's go to 28. Uh, This is the only question I get this week, so I have to make it count. Uh, So is this what you guys wanted? No questions for me, just questions from the
1: listeners? Is this okay? (laughs) Oh, is that what this question meant?
0: Yes, because Uh, every question this week has not been for me. But as as per a a dictate from Sean, is that all questions must come from listeners. And now several uh, listeners did have several questions within their questions. Uh, We only did one per each and so this this is how I I opted for this question. I'm,
1: I'm trying to take stuff off your plate here, Adam, because I know how jammed up you are for time at the end of the week. Uh, like it wasn't a terrible. It's not like you asked terrible questions. No, it's okay.
0: I I, I believe me. I know.
1: I, I think that you know. I I think it's really awesome. Like uh, more questions, the better. I mean, Derek, you understand that half
0: of all of the crap we do is a bit, right? <laughs> sure.
2: I think I picked up on that over some time. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> because,
0: like, there's, like, a casual listener that could be listening to any number of our podcasts and just go, like, well, they've let this, uh, this man with uh, special needs host their podcast for the past seven years. So, God bless. I mean, they're really nice to that kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bruce is it a eugenics. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you know. You're... You went to a special school with a little bus, and
0: uh, all the things like you know when all the things start adding up to exactly what you thought.
2: Sometimes you just have to go. I guess that's what it is. (laughs) Even five star reviews. Do it. Just do it. Leave it on the
0: iTunes. For Christ's sakes, I don't know what the hell it is. Can I? Can I go off for a half a jag for just a second? Do it. What the fuck is with you, people? Start reviewing this show pretty good. We've done a lot on this show. We've gone through uh, division and Falcon, and now we're in Loki. People are review-bombing us for bad stuff, and I, I, honest to God, I can't believe those people that have review-bombed us at the one-star. Those are people that are just, you know, I don't want to say they're jealous of the show, but they're just like, they seem like assholes, and I'm like, I don't know how anybody can give this a one-star show. <laughs> fucking two star fine a one star come on bro that seems a little bit harsh maybe that's just me cut all this out cut all i'm this cutting out. it all out 29 you- <laughs> oh 29?
2: Okay, yeah, 29 okay 29 sorry do you think that it is possible that this bad guy they are chasing is not actually an
1: alternate timeline loki i don't i think this is i think this is alternate timeline loki for sure
0: I think there's the a the, the good chance that it obviously is exactly what they tell us to be. But I like Bruce for bringing up the option that is very often on all of these shows. is like, what if the obvious thing that they're saying is not the obvious thing and it's actually <laughs> the opposite thing that we think that it is that they clearly show us that it is? What if it's the actual opposite? So I do like the way that he's thinking in as much as maybe the, uh, you know, and for me
1: for for me that's too much a twist ah you know, like for no reason at all. Yeah.
0: It it I could be though. I, I feel like there's always a chance that this could be something, but perhaps perhaps it's not. Perhaps it is the actual Loki and like we'll get a lady Loki from here on out. I I,
1: I have no idea. I'd like to see a hell of a lot more of that bull Loki, could be quite honest with me. That'd be fun. <laughs>
0: Let's wrap it all up with question number 30.
1: There's only six episodes of Loki this year. We've already gone through two episodes. Will it feel too short?
0: Derek, what do you think? You looking for more? I just, I just, show. I, I, no matter
2: how, well, okay, okay. Well, he, I think eight episodes I might like. Feel okay with, but yeah, I feel like six episodes is a little short. But we get a season two, so I get a look forward
0: to that. All right, so he's looking forward to a season two. Derek's a little bit on the uh, the robot crazy legs, as the internet is uh, want to do after eighteen hours of podcasting, as we've been doing here. It happens. <laughs> yeah, man, don't you were
1: in the marathon here? Thank you, Derek. Don't don't yeah. worry about it. But
0: yeah, I think that there's. Uh, Honestly, before this, before my second watching of this episode, I absolutely would have said, man, I feel like we're going through this way too fast. But watching the episode, the second episode for the second time, I feel like the show is a little bit more um, paced than I would have initially thought. I feel like within this six episodes, they're probably going to play it pretty tight and know exactly what they're doing. That's what it feels like right now. I think the next episode, which will lead us to the halfway point, will really kind of cement, perhaps, there's always a chance for it to change, but perhaps cement what this show actually is and the pace with which this show uh, actually takes place. Because I, I think that six is going to be just enough. Because as I said previously on this show, is I think that this indeed is are, are our Loki get, Swan. Are, are you, song. you getting
1: lost? Are you getting no, lost? No, 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 no.
0: I'm I'm there. Like <laughs> this is our Loki Swan song. Loki's timeline, as we know it, is done. He died in the hands of of uh, what's his nuts there, uh, Thanos. Thanos. So he dies at the hands of Thanos and this is his reclamation for whatever his character needs or wants at this particular time. That's how I feel. So and I think within six episodes they're they're likely to do that given what we've seen within these
1: first two. I think that I, the, the reason why I'm saying this is that if they if like Derek said at the beginning of this show if they are setting this up like it's a movie then six episodes are going to be perfect because basically you know you go two two and two with your acts three act structure Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna feel very very tight like a tight six episodes a a terrific tight six episodes whereas if they're running this like like a show like a tv show i think six is gonna feel a little short so we don't know if they're going to stick the landing. I think that we will know by episode four, if they're going to, uh, and, and we'll see, but for right now, look, man, I just trust Marvel. I, you know, I mean, even with the stuff that I don't really dig, it's still, it's still well done for what it is. You know,
0: I think as much as we've said in our, in our shows recently and everything, Until Marvel starts to screw up and really screw the pooch on, you know, turns left and right and everything, you kind of have to start to go like, yo, whatever they're doing, I kind of feel like I trust them enough to know where they're going and what what waters they're traversing, I guess. Yeah well that will do it everybody that is it for this episode of Loki 30 questions if you like this show tell a friend review it wherever you can iTunes you know Spotify doesn't have a review but wherever you can find a review go ahead and do that and uh, head on to be like Derek head on over to patreon.com HMP if you want to support this show as well uh, Sean any place we can find you on the internet or other uh, things you're doing on the interwebs
1: how about Hero Movie Podcast, where we've been doing a show for so long now that uh, I don't even know how many years we've been doing it for. Is it eight? Is it seven? I don't know.
0: I think we finished uh, seven. We're co- well, like we're going into year eight, or we just started year eight. I think.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. That sounds about right, because yeah. I remember it being around May that it, we did it. Definitely in May, was- yeah. So uh uh so please check out Hero Movie Podcast. This week we talk about the second part of the only season of Marvel's Modoc.
0: Only season so far, you say. Hmm. Uh Derek, anything else you got for us, buddy?
2: Watch Bruce's YouTube.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, very good. Uh, we do have links for that in the show notes. Check it out. Captain Anime Dad himself over here just wrecking it up for all the uh, all the anime kids out there that wish their dad was as cool as Bruce is. I tell you what. Uh, so that wraps it up his, here for uh, this week's 30 questions. We'd like to thank Derek for uh, hanging out, filling in the spots for Bruce on this here Father's Day weekend and everything. Uh, join us next week when we're asking another 30 questions about Loki on Disney Plus. For sweet of Kovacs from the internet, Sir Slick Derek at the Ninth Bart, and the absent Bruce Leslie, I'm Adam Portress. See you next week, you mischievous
1: scamp! Tell me, doctor, where are we?